comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. The world we know is gone. No internet, no GPS, no text messages, no podcasts. In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living. Listening to Fear the Walking Dead TV podcast. This is episode 175 for the show Pablo and Jessica, which is episode 11 of season two of Fear the Walking Dead. I am your host, Craig DeManda. Got the full crew tonight, joined by Mr. Aaron Newarth. What's going on, sir? Hey, I'm back here talking about Fear the Walking Dead because we have nothing to do on Monday nights or something. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Some of us do, but anyway, it's glad to have you back. Richard Chub Toad Sheldon is back. I am here. You present. And Daryl Taylor. I'm just going to have some bros. Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> I love bros, man. You love bros? Bros are cool, man. Bros. <laughs> so, guys, uh, we missed you last week. Uh, before we jump into this week's uh, titillating episode, did you guys want to ha- just give your thoughts real quick, or you want to just skip right ahead and go to tonight's uh, tonight's uh, coverage? Um. Chris, I want to hear what they thought about last week. <laughs> Chris seemed to be in a play. See, I hate to hate on that character, but they make they give you so much <laughs> to make you just not like him at all. So no, he they does don't die, give you much. That's the problem. Is so there when he dies, because he, I, right? We all think he's dead. He's a dead man. Right, just a matter of time. We had some theories, well, you and I, Daryl, we were kind of texting each other. That was pretty much confirmed this past week. What, because he signed a deal with another TV show, right? Or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. or something? Or what yeah. did he go with? Or, yeah. um, He's okay. making that Marvel and, money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that last season of S.H.I.E.L.D. Aaron knows <laughs> that Marvel money. He's part of that group they pay off to give the bad DC. <laughs> so we think Chris is a goner. Yeah, it's just a matter a of time. They just get. give you more. I mean, this this episode, I think, just sealed it for me that that's, his father's just going to put him down. His like father's going to take him out. Travis going to take him out. The disgust of... The disgust on his face at the end of his father when he looked at him. That was the first time I've ever seen him have that look. Usually he just has that stupid, I love my son. <laughs> I won't, I refuse to see that he's a, a, a maniac look. But this I time mean, he had Rick the got a, Rick got Rick handled Carl. <laughs> of course, Rick's you know, a better person and father and actor yeah. as far yeah, as the show's Rick, concerned. Rick puts a foot in the behind. Yeah, that type of father. This is not the same type of father. Uh, plus, he hasn't been in the home. Rick's been in the home. 
Travis is one of those California dads. You know the people out there, they're kind of soft. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even say that. I was just saying it's strange. He's, he hasn't been in the house because of the, you know, him and his They mother. have to get yeah. into the conversation pit and talk it out. But I don't know what we get out of him being so unlikable that when he kills him, we, we like it. Like, I don't know what what we're to get from it if that happens. Because right now, I just you, you would not care. So It seems like stuff that would be better talked about next week when we find some kind of resolution to what happened in that farmhouse. I hope so. I yeah. We got to get we got to get to this week and yeah. fear the Walking Dead goes Breaking Bad on us with Nick and the drug trade. <laughs> well, Even with the music Damn it! Too, I yeah. was gonna make the Breaking Bad reference and you beat me to it. <laughs> That's because I'm the one who knocks Trump Toad. <laughs> I know, I know. Say your name. Say your. Oh wait, that's later. You don't need no CG monkeys. No. (laughs) So let's jump right into it. Pablo and Jessica. uh, We're just gonna go cover the episode. We'll take it as we go. Mm -hmm. We flash back in the beginning. uh, Maddie and Strand are trapped inside the bar. This is kind of a flashback to where two episodes ago it kind of ended. Maddie finds a little crawl space and kills a few walkers, and then that kind of follow. Her in a few actually do make it in after they after she kills a few. She then calls to Strand to come to her, and she breaks a liquor bottle and starts to stab the dead walker in the guts to get the blood. So Maddie and Strand pull the pull a move that Nick's been doing, where they cover their face and their chest all in the in the, in the guts, so they can quietly escape the the bar full of of walkers. Too and times. yeah, too many times. Um, they go into the well too many times, you think, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it th- I was going to ask about that. So, yeah, we think we, they're going to that well way too much. Um, I think yes. that's fair to say. I think that's fair to say as well. Also, well, now, when not, you're, that's something I, that works, though. I mean, it's a strategy that works. So until it backfires on them, I, I get that they keep doing it. We can get back to that in a second. What I want to ask, though, is so they were all – I'm not necessarily down on their escape from that situation because that was an intense situation. but. Right. I was curious what if you guys thought it was, was it. Did you think it was too easy for how they got out of there? Or did you were you happy they didn't dwell on it too much? Because I I was like fine with it. I was like all right, they just they are zombies, so they're pretty right. It's kind of like I thought, I thought I thought it was fine. That didn't yeah, bother okay. me at all. Yeah, yeah, As I a mean, matter of fact, what's funny is, and we'll get more into it, but um, this was actually felt more like watching what I expect out of a Walking Dead episode than any episode that they've had of this show yet. And I was afraid that what they were going to do was do that thing that they do on the Walking Dead proper of they show the other group what happened the entire time we were following the one group last week. And then I was like, ah, oh, but they, they pulled it together while still giving that A-B storyline thing. So, I, mm-hmm. hey, I thought it kind of worked. So you thought it would be like 12 hours of just Maddie and, and Strand talking it out while the sun went down, the next day came, and that's, that's what yeah. you were thinking? Okay. You know, because yeah. they would do that. Uh, they'll do that kind of thing on The Walking Dead proper. Not the boring stuff, but they'll just do it where, okay, we followed group A and B last week. This week, we're going to follow group C and D, and we're not even going to see group A and B. I'm just you glad know? that they showed Madison and Strand actually getting out of the situation, because we know that they did, obviously. The other episode right. ended with them sort, right. you know, cleaned but up. But I'm and, glad and, you know. they didn't dwell on it. The right. thing is, they gave us the information we needed to put the pieces in place from last week, and that was it. And Dust ourselves off, we I, move on. Right. And and to me, that was some very wise choice-making for the direction of that show, that episode. 
So they stumble out out of the bar. They barricade the doors on the outside. So again, showing how those doors got barricaded from the other side. And they end up walking outside the lobby. Um, they're looking for the pickup truck, but Strand notices, and of course they both notice, it's gone. And he assumes that the girls took it. Uh, Maddie insists, no, it couldn't have been Alicia. I heard her scream when we were in the bar. She was nearby. She didn't take the. She didn't take it. Um, they then both run around to another wing of the hotel, which happens to, be, I guess, be the spa. And they try to enter through the main entrance, but it's locked. They end up climbing up a scaffold that, that's there, going up on the second level, entering through there. And it's a nice, quiet and safe, you know, deserted spa. They get to just kind of hang out in and, I guess, you know, get a nice hangover, uh, uh, detox after their little yeah, drinking detox. binge. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were on. Um, Strand sits on the stairs for a while. He catches his breath. He insists that Alicia would leave if she had to with Ophelia to survive. And, and Strand says, look, she's self-reliant. She'll do what she has to do to survive. Maddie responds, yeah, I made her that. So again, a little bit of more Maddie guilt there about how she raised mm-hmm. these kids. We go to the credits. No screech. Just noting it. No screech this this episode. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> and that's it uh, we go to the next scene some time has passed and Strand and Maddie obviously have cleaned up so really actually like the night kind of went and this is the next morning if we follow the timeline they've cleaned up they've sobered up they're hung over a bit Strand's make, Strand makes Madison drink some water right. and they suggest uh, they get some sleep well Strand suggests to get some sleep in one of the massage rooms and then we hear the banging on one of the doors inside the spa and this is where we pick up to the episode that ended two episodes ago uh madison Stop for just a second sure did you get the feeling he was given some underlying suggestive tones to let's go up in the spa or was that just me well he uh, said let's, let's go to the couple's room he did say that he did say yeah. <laughs> i think but it's I more get... i think it's more strandisms yeah i didn't, I didn't okay i mean he is that. a seducer of people I'm just but saying. I, I don't think that was on his mind at that particular time. Not to oh, say no, the, the, the adrenaline gets to you sometimes, but, yeah. well, I, but you know. no, I, I think it was more of just strand sense of humor type. Yeah. Just, just pragmatism. Let's let's stay together. Right. Let's not split up. Okay. She didn't even acknowledge it. Like she knew that it wasn't, you know, <laughs> but that, this time. So Madison breaks a doorknob off because she can't unlock the door. She gets a fire extinguisher, knocks the doorknob off, and lets Alicia, Elena, and Hector in as they're being chased by some walkers. So this is kind of to wraps up where we ended up uh, the previous episode. Mm-hmm. We cut to um, La Colonia. Nick is taking a little stroll, and I guess he sees the little girl whose father died. Is that the same little girl? I really didn't put it all together, but yeah, she, she's crying by herself again. She's really still upset. You didn't put that together? Well, I don't I know think. if it was the same little girl or a different little I girl. Thought it was, you know. as I, saw I, it. I, th- I almost thought they were like, replaying the stuff I already saw. He's like, why are they showing this girl again? Like, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think that's going to be a theme with Nick throughout the time he's there. Is he's going to keep there's seeing gonna that be, little girl? She's going to cry and then he's going <laughs> to fuck it. She's playing him. It's a long con. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, the thing is, is, you know, he is now actually feeling accepted somewhere. Which is kind of different for him. Yeah, and go along with the old blood you know, the day that he got there was, and the day he met her when that happened to her father. I don't know. To me, it's just kind of this symbolic thing of, or a reminder of where he's at now. That's yeah. how I kind he of does take need it. a daddy. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. maybe he's carrying a can of powdered milk. And we see him talk to, uh, run into Alejandro at the pharmacia. And again, he apologizes to Alejandro for screwing up at the initial trade. Uh, so what he suggests is, look, we can cut these remaining oxys 
so we can they can last longer and we can trade with the boys longer at the store. Um, he says, do you have any compounding tools so they can make the new tablets? Alejandro at first says that, look, man, they're going to notice you know, the high is a little different. But Nick insists he knows what he's doing. And I even quoted this. He goes, look, man, you're a pharmacist. I'm a junkie. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a Walter White moment. They do right there. And then the music actually cuts in. This crazy yeah. guitar music cuts yeah. in. And you see him starting to I, chop up the oxys. Yeah. I want I want to say I'm not a fan of this part of the story. Like I like the hotel stuff this week, but I wasn't a fan of the Nick stuff. And I've been generally okay with the Nick stuff so far this half of the season. But I just I don't like I felt I was bored, honestly, by it. Like mm. I felt I felt like too much of it was a lot of retread of stuff I saw already, like the little girl like you mentioned, and yeah. like going back to the pharmacy to apologize because like, didn't I get this like resolution yeah, already? That's like, so funny. Well, he brought it well, up. Well they go again. by the it goes by the numbers. Like all of this yeah. is you know it was it's coming. The same you, beats you and like even, she was gonna I, you know that they were gonna get a, be attracted to each other. Something was going on with that. You knew he was gonna get closer to the the head of the uh it, you know, I feel, of the I, village like i like because the nick character is arguably one of the better characters on this show but like i don't know something about i guess seeing him on his own so much it's like well now this feels like it's getting old and like i was happy to learn more about paul the bartender from pulp fiction getting more of his uh, <laughs> more of his back more of his backstory like it's fine to see that stuff and whatnot uh but like i just i don't i just didn't find myself caring all He's that predictable, much because every, every, nick every was, time they kept yeah well nick got to be nick is only cool when he's around other people that are not you know like they're they're that are kind of in the normal zone and now nick is becoming normal in his area like he's becoming the the regular person in that group like he's not special anymore in that's, that group. Yeah, it's that's yeah. one thing but it's like like i just i feel like you're saying predict it's predictable and it, you know, he's comfortable and it's not that's not necessarily the worst well the predictable is not the best thing but like the idea of being comfortable in a situation is not necessarily the worst thing for me like i like seeing you know people just living in this world and how that works that's largely why we watch a show called the walking dead to begin with we want to see like just people surviving but like something about just the attitude Nick has right now, and the way the show is trying to show me this this society, it feels like I'm in I'm in a stall until the inevitable things bad happen. And yeah, until it all goes wrong. So yeah. it's it's just like so like and so yeah like I mean that's literally what they're doing with the drug thing too. They're stalling out when of there's going to be a problem by making mm-hmm. more of this drug. So it's like all right, I, I want I, I'm more anxious to get to the point with this stuff because I I just I guess I just get where it's going. Like we like you said, Daryl, like it's already it's spelled out the romance angle already. Like we just we know where things are going. It seems. So I, I do feel like I've been I I want to fast forward a little bit. Like I do feel like that when it goes to the when it's when it's with the village or the. You know, I do fast forward it, but when it did show the hotel, I didn't expect it to go the direction it's going. Yeah, which is why I like the hotel more. Like, it's not yeah. like the, the yeah. Nick stuff isn't necessarily bad. I just feel like it's running in place. You just know, yeah. I, kind of I really, I really, now, I enjoyed a lot about this episode, but, and, and I get they retread a lot of the, the, the moments with him, but I, I, I don't know. It kind of puts some, I, it puts some little bits of his character more in perspective for me in a way. I don't know. It's weird because um, I get exactly what you're saying, but I, I really enjoyed most of the Nick moments. I thought that what I was worried about at one point was we were going to get to 
follow him along on his little trip to the other guys to take him the drugs and all that stuff. And I was like, I don't want to see, I don't want to deal with that crap again. Right, and they, they time oh, yeah. jumped over that, which was nice, and, thankfully. And when, right. they, when they time jumped, I was, I was like, oh, okay, good. And so I really enjoyed um, the Nick stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, it was predictable. A lot of it was retread, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as some of the stuff that we've endured on this show before. And I feel that they're making some improvements on his character by emphasizing these things. Speaking of developing his character, are you guys surprised that he didn't try to take some oxy? I mean, I actually was going to mention that. Um, now, the guy was there with him the whole time. I think that if he had left him alone at some point, we would have seen it. one. We'd yeah. have, I don't know if he would have done it or not, but we would have seen some sort of a temptation scene that would have either wound up with him doing it or him walking away. I um, think it's but, coming later. Yeah, it's going to come. let her down. I mean, they, they, right now they're doing the thing of everything Brown. he's doing okay. is just making um, – it's, it's just he's benefit. He's he's being a benefit to the community. He's but staying event- clean. He's not right, you know, right. okay. But he's contributing. Like you know, like Madison said before, that boy court to death. Like eventually, even when he, you know, like when you, think they he, find darkness okay. or something or whatever or they she find said. Darkness. Yeah. She basically said he's going to f up. Like that's just what he does. That's what his father does. That's kind of what she was saying. Like he he messes up. Whatever it is, he doesn't. You you think he's okay, but he'll wind. He'll find a way to mess it up. And I think that that's what we're going to get with Luciana. Like okay. he's gonna let her down eventually, and but then right get high now, or something like that, and right. then you ruin Everything the whole situation. Yeah. Everything is good, you know. Like they, you know, she's coming to feel safe with him, and and all that, and that's when something he's gonna do something that's gonna gonna because as Daryl points out many times on the DC TV podcast, we can't be happy. No, we, we can't. <laughs> we, we, we just can't. We Especially not the DC universe. I mean, uh-huh. there's not much happiness going on over there. So. But I mean, <laughs> it's, just, it's just when you find yourself getting happy and your characters are getting happy and you start to get a li- just even no a little bit happy. of no. complacent, no. No. here comes the other shoe. Right. So back at the hotel spa, Madison suggests they should go after Ophelia. She still feels obligated. She made a promise to Daniel. She even says... Strand says, look, you got to forget about that for right now. The hell with her. She left. It's all on her. Good. Basically. Yeah, I mean, he's even trying to tell her, look, you know, your daughter's right here. He goes, which way are we going to go, Madison? Which way are we going to drive if we're going to go look look for her? Mm-hmm. And uh, if she's dead, he says, we'll find her in the hotel. Or if she left, she left. Strand is the man that she that she works better with, I notice. Like oh, for he's sure. not Travis. Like, like Travis he, couldn't oh, take it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we have this down. We know we're way out. This is clear. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then Alicia chimes in, and I was really glad she did. She, and she goes, you know, look, um, just so you know, folks, Ophelia chose to go. She didn't think we were, they were going to make it, and she she left me. I mean, she's gone. So Madison says, "Don't worry, we are going to make it." They kind of then assess their food and water supply for a minute. Elena pops in there, and Elena tells them that if they had the keys to the hotel, there's plenty of food and water around, enough to last for months. But Oscar and the other group, now that they're kind of in control, they want her dead. So it's they don't know what to do. Madison and Strand, then we see them outside the hotel screaming up at the balconies, Hey, Oscar! Like, they know where he is somehow. Hey, Oscar! Oscar's friend answers off one of the balconies and asks, What do you want? And Maddie, Maddie explains, oh, there's work to be done. We need to work together. We need to talk to Oscar. So the guy says, okay, you can come in. Just drop your weapons, and we'll we'll kind of let you in. It, it, that went well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like I have no, I have no real complaint about that. It's like okay, like yeah. let's see some teamwork for a change. This will be a nice change of pace. <laughs> the the amount of progression that we see in Maddie's character in this episode to furthering her journey to being leader is awesome, and I just and yeah. much needed. Yeah, much needed. Well, Alicia kind of stepped. You know, she leveled yeah, up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think Madison and Alicia have both become much better characters by yeah. the nature of them being active and positive mm-hmm. and what well, and even proactive and taking initiative over right. and complaining just about a, things seeming just a little badass just saying no to everything yeah that's it yeah you know what threw me fighting with, enemies on your right. boats you know that kind of stuff <laughs> well what threw me with alicia is that she's supposed to be they're trying to tell us that she basically uh raised herself because madison was so busy running after nick you know trying to save nick all the time but she didn't act like a a, a child that was independent because she did things that were kind of like spoiled you know like talking to those guys and telling them where they were that kind of that didn't come off as somebody who is used She's to still a teenager yeah but i know many teenagers that kind of had no parents and they you know they're just things you have to learn they learn on their own uh, pretty much, and they're they're more independent and a lot smarter than you give them credit for. Like well, that was not very smart at all to do that to right, tell them where yeah. they were. That was a big dumb move to do. You know, so it just it just threw me. I think now she's coming off as somebody. They're writing her a little bit better as someone who did have to kind of fend for herself a little bit because her mother's attentions were elsewhere. But before that, I don't think they were writing it her that way. Well, I I think I think that Madison provided like the basic necessities that a parent needs to provide their child for it to be alive i think she was there for oh, that yeah, she did just that. just emotionally and everything else she just was disconnected it was all either uh, you know dealing with the what happened with her husband or dealing with chasing after nick um you know so i don't think she let like i i know what you're saying because i've known people you know, that grew up, they were latchkeys. Their parents were never around and they had to do everything, cook for themselves, all that stuff. Don't talk about Brad Milo that way. (laughs) (laughs) He came out of it. Okay. And uh, I'm just saying is, is, is I don't think that she was at that level of having to raise herself. I think she just was at that level of emotionally. She was all she had because her mom just was not there anymore. In that sense, yeah. I, so, I, you know, it the show would be better if we didn't have to glean that two and a, one and a half seasons in and begrudgingly accept the fact that she's an okay character. But yes, I, 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 I agree saying. with you. Yeah, yeah. So back at the pharmacy, Nick has finished cutting and he notices Alejandro's scar again. It was kind of showing through his shirt again. And again, he asks him what happened. And Alejandro says, look, man, Luciana already told you what happened as far as I know. Um, and that she likes to test people. So that's why she's you know been, been, been messing with you a little bit. But and then he, Alejandro uh, and then Nick says, look, I don't believe in miracles, man. You said you were bitten by the dead. That's just not possible. I don't I, there's no leaps of faith, no miracles. And then that was it. Mm hmm. Cut back to the hotel. Can we keep doing this A-B thing? We're cutting back and forth. Uh, in one of the rooms upstairs, we see the mother of the bride, Eileen, sitting on the couch, and the bridegroom, Oscar, standing talking to Madison and Strand. Madison makes the case that if they look, if they work together, they can clear the dead and make this hotel a home long term. They can harvest water, grow food. Oscar almost agrees. 
but insists that Elena must not be allowed to remain. Madison uh, tries to stick up for her and says, look, according to Elena, she thought what she did was right at the time to lock the room. And Eileen, again, the mother of the bride, says that Elena killed her daughter. So she's holding now, Elena responsible for the death of her daughter. All right. Now, now I get it because of what happened and she's a grieving mother and all that other stuff. But if I remember correctly, she didn't shut and lock those doors in that hall until after the father chewed off the daughter's face. Oh, yeah. She saw and, signs of threats. Yeah. But I'm just saying is... <laughs> I'm just saying is the daughter was a goner before Elena walked out, right? Is that what exactly, you're saying? Exactly. Yeah, right. She has no right to blame her for the death of the daughter because the daughter was already dead well, by the time she locked those doors. She has, I she has a, she's, she's got the irrational. I just saw the most horrific thing I possibly could and all that to happen. So I understand her emotional state, but for the others to encourage that, oh, this yeah, she needs to go because this, I, I don't know. I just I, feel that there's some like way overreaction there. I I did, I think there's overreaction from our perspective because obviously we know what happened. We know how mm -hmm. this show works. We've seen multiple seasons of a zombie series to get you know the world these people live in. But I think people being introduced to the idea of the dead coming back to life and panicking in this sort of scenario, as irrational as it may seem, it's much easier for them to put a face on blame All than right. accept this like, no, well, oh, I there's zombies I'm now. Like, I'm just thinking logical here. Well, yeah, I, and I, I understand the logic at the same time. I, I, I don't put it past people to see the person that locked in all of their, you know, you know relative family right. members and think, well, this person's fine, even though they basically were involved in some way with the doom of many people that I love in this one room. And they weren't told a lot of what this, how don't know, this they don't virus know, they don't, works. Yeah, they don't know any of this stuff. They're still so. at the hotel. That's yeah, true. yeah, I mean, they, they never really gave a lot of that information, so I can understand them. Still looking at her and being like, "That's the woman that you know locked, tried to kill us." Basically, so they're Madison, all mad about that, but nobody mentions or is angry about the uneaten cake. That's, all. <laughs> That's the only time I'm going to mention it. I'm just yeah, put the true up. defender of the of the cake of the cake. That's yeah. right. So Madison makes a good speech, though. I mean, she says, "Look, ma'am, uh, the sickness killed your daughter, not Helena." And she basically put the, it out the there. The disturb song, to be fair, right? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Maddie also says the next group to find this place, the next group to find this place, the hotel meeting, will will kill you for what you have here. There's bad people out there. She goes, "You're lucky we're here and not a bad group because they will take, they will kill you and take what you have here." So Maddie and Strand um, walk she down the almost, hallway. One minute though, she almost sounds like Strand a well, little well, bit. Strand didn't say a word. He didn't say a damn thing. No, he but I'm there, like. Yeah. But he had that. But it almost sounded what was she was saying. I could I could see Strand being the one to have to throw that common sense out like that. Like usually he well, does that. But it was it was I like I think he looked at her and was like, all right, I got you. you well, that's, that's what he said in the yeah. hallway. I mean, they got, they got the keys. Ultimately, Oscar gave them the keys. And then Maddie and Strand are walking down the hallway and she's pissed that he didn't like say anything. She goes, look, you you not helping me is not going to help things here. He says, well, you had it under control, Maddie. <laughs> He's like, you seem to have things under control. Well, it's like he gave yeah. her a baton, like, you, you, you may carry on for me now. <laughs> right. You, you are the strand. 
you could take over. But he, he also made it clear to her and said, look, you want to make this place home, that's fine. I'll help you, but I'm still, look, my, I, I just shot my man and I left I'm my out. home. Right. This is almost like he's like, I'm out, I'm leaving. Like, yeah. <laughs> after this is done, I'm, I'm gone. That's what I thought. I'm like, is he saying he's going? Because that's just stupid. <laughs> I don't know if he's going, but he's just kind of like saying, look, he, he'll help her, but this is not home. This is not right. home for I, him. I, well, I, I don't think he's going now, but I mean, in the moment, I was like, is, is he hinting that he's leaving? But I don't Well, I so. hope they don't do the thing with him of now that Maddie, Madison's kind of getting herself together or, or you know, is starting to get her survival skills and whatnot, that he starts to get emotional, overly emotional. Yeah, I, I hope I that hope, doesn't happen. I hope that's kind of smooth. I, I, I think you resolved that at the end of this episode, though. I, I think I think I, I think that was resolved. Yeah. I'd like to hope that I'd like to hope that that's the case because it's I can I can understand the idea of like well they finally have somewhat of a break so he can really reflect on the fact that he lost Thomas Abigail, um, but at the same time yeah I don't need a number of episodes I don't you know I don't need Strand going to the phone that right. nobody answers to right. right. So, <laughs> is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> Back to Who's the- there. Because <laughs> right. they kind of did that with Madison. They kind of, you know, like in the beginning, she was kind of getting herself together being the leader. And then all of a sudden she started to kind of devalve into just, just this crazy woman, this mad woman, just, you know, yelling at everybody. And She's feeling better. She had some drinks just 24 hours ago. She's, she's not, you know, she's, she's feeling better now. She's getting right. back to her old self. That's good. Back at the colony, uh, Alejandro shares a story with Nick. So again, it's Nick and Alejandro again. Mm-hmm. Another scene. They're now That's they're walking right. in the town again. It's like, but I like how they're kind of growing together. I think this little brotherhood or this little father son type of thing. I, I'm liking it. But Alejandro shares a story with Nick of another addict who he once knew, and he got his hands on some serious drugs right when the outbreak happened. And apparently, this guy was mistaken for a walker. Alejandro went in to try to save him, and he was in the middle of a herd, and that's where he got bit. Luciana took him back to the town and expected him to die, but really death never came. Um, Alejandro warns Nick to be careful on the next run, and that really, he says, "Nick, I want you to come back. I know you're, you're you're okay with the dead. You're okay out there hanging out with them, but look, I want you to be careful. Come on back next time." We then see Luciana playing soccer with a bunch of kids, and of course, Nick joins in and you know has a little fun with them. Uh, what a slacker! Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's fine. No, it's you know, it's. It's stuff where I'm like, again, it's like, okay, well, yeah, now he's bonding and all this stuff. Right. All right, let's let's get back to the hotel thing that I'm more interested in. <laughs> but before we get to that, a man returns, again, covered in his blood camo. So not only are... Yeah, you know, this, this happened, my, my, like, my eyebrows perked up. I was like, oh, what's this? And then I quickly got bored again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, one, of the, one of the scouts, whatever, you know, one of the, the nameless scouts out there, returned, he's covered in blood camo, and he has a chit-chat with Alejandro. Luciana fears what the man is saying is that they found her brother. Pablo, which, of course, that's what they did. Um, And then Nick and Luciana, after the commercial, are now on the way to the next run to deliver the drugs, to trade for supplies. Um, Nick tries to console her a little. little. Luciana explains how her her parents are dead and now her brother. And Nick gives her a nice hug, kind of apologizes, says, I'm sorry, and, you know, just tries to to console her a little bit. Good hug. She felt safe. Yeah. Back at the, the resort. The, yeah, in in yeah. that junkie's arm, she feels better. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> this, industri- this industrious woman that clearly knows what she's doing. Right. right. <laughs> this, this frail thing that's no bigger than one of the teenagers he's playing soccer with. <laughs> but Nick protects me. 
Back at the resort, Alicia, Hector, and Strand start the long process of entering each room and killing and extracting all the walkers from inside. Um, we see Strand using a, like a bellman's cart to help move the bodies. I like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and, then, and, and they didn't spend too much time doing that. Then they cut mm -hmm. to the beach where they're dragging all the, the, the bodies out again very efficiently. They're going to light a bonfire. But, uh, and we also see a few of Oscar's group helping them, uh, helping yeah. Maddie and, you know, help and, us. Yeah. And they dragged real, real actors. They they really uh, pretended to be dead. The ones that they were dragging. Oh, I, I didn't even catch that. Okay, yeah, I watched cool. the Talking Dead. So they they did. I was looking at the technique. You know, they were talking about how they yeah, like behind the, the dead scenes, or something behind yeah, the yeah. scenes, and then they were actually actors they had to drag. Wow. Yeah. It was all seven fans of Fear the Walking Dead. They used them and. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Um, Alicia figures that she says, "Look, at this rate, it's going to take weeks to clear the hotel because we took us all day just to do one floor, and there's three buildings. And it's going to take forever." So Madison and Alicia go to the ocean. They kind of wash their hands off a little bit, and Maddie has another little, little cathartic moment there. She admits that Alicia was right that you know she that um, you know to to go and search the hotel, whatever, and that also that that Alicia had to raise herself, especially after her father died. And you know, again, Maddie's feeling a little guilty, a little responsible, but Alicia says. You didn't do anything wrong, Mom, you know, as she walks away there. Yeah. And then she kind of strolls underneath the pier, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of, you know, riptides and currents there, and she sees a, um, an idea comes to her, and she sees a sign that says, Danger Riptide. She goes, we don't have to clear all the floors. We can make them do it themselves or something, and that was it. So she has the idea. She's a genius. Yeah. Back at the colony? Nick returns from the run. Again, like we said, they time jumped over that. We didn't have to see him meet with Marco and the gang, thankfully. Again, uh, Alejandro congratulates him for keeping his mouth shut <laughs> with Marco, as Lu Luciana reported to him that he was on good behavior. <clears throat> and they walk together towards like a trailer. And Alejandro explains that this is now Nick's. And he's just like, oh, no, I couldn't. He goes, no, the colony's grateful for what you've done, and this is for you now. I need the bed that you've been using in the pharmacy. I need it back. So Nick is kind of like happy in his little, right. little trailer. Cut back to the hotel. The plans begin for the great zombie fire drill. <laughs> Alicia and Hector take one building. Elena and Strand take another. And they're pretty methodical. They open the doors to the, the rooms where the infected are. They leave like a little spoon or something under the, on the floor to keep the, the door jammed open. And then they make a lot of noise, so they kind of just herd in like a Pied Piper way. They bring all the all the walkers down and follow them to this and, uh, main entrance. Yeah, Alicia's really holding on to that phone charge in her phone, apparently, because I don't know oh, if there's yeah. much electricity in that building to keep her phone charged. I, it's funny you say that. The same thing. I thought the same There has thing. to be some kind of power because those right. are key-carded doors they're opening. Well, so those run on battery, though. Those are like 9-volt batteries in those suckers. Yeah. So I don't know how long those last for, but, I mean, they're not, like, wired into the hotel or anything. Oh, but I, I mean, uh, you had, you're right. How'd she charge the phone? Because she used that phone like back season, what the episode two of this season? Yeah, she was using dead. it or something. It yeah, should be dead. There's no way. <laughs> it's a Galaxy Note Seven, and that battery is charged, son. <laughs> is that, where, that where we're going with? It's, it's 2010. They didn't have the Note Seven out back then, right? Oh, That's okay. a, yeah. She she had a proto to prototype. Pros, oh, okay, you're right. <laughs> So um, they make noise again. They have different ways of noise making. They 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 corral all of the walkers to this main entrance. Uh, Madison grabs like a metal bowl and a spoon and keeps banging it together to make all the walkers follow her onto the pier. So all the walkers from the hotel apparently have all been corralled nice and neatly on the pier and they're following Madison. Alicia and Hector run to the beach 
and get a rubber dinghy, which was set up ready to go. They have a little trouble getting it off the beach over the riptides, but they eventually get it going. Madison keeps walking backwards. That, that was some unneeded drama, by the way. It's like, really? Come on. Let's just let's, let's move this thing along. You can't, get, you, can't the, you can't get the boat in the water. Give me a break. Let's do this. It creates suspense. A little something there, you know? I guess. <laughs> uh, so finally, Madison keeps backing up, backing up. She's almost at the end of the pier. And then we hear Alicia say, Mom. And then finally, we see that they cut a piece of the railing out at the end of the pier. She jumps right off the edge into the water, right off the pier, feet first, kind of straight down. She really did that stunt. No, actually, hold on a second. Did that, that was... Uh, that was th- her. That was her? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, that wasn't like her jumping into like a blue screen mattress or something? It was actually her jumping no, into water? No, she actually jumped into that, water. They, they that put would a... cost way too much, Chris. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> they put a special, uh, uh, like, inflatable uh, jacket. Uh, oh, okay. So in case she got knocked out or whatever. And, okay. And, yeah, yeah she, she really did the stunt. That, I give her respect for that. I really didn't think that was her. I thought that was a stunt double for sure. Wow. I, I didn't I didn't care either way if that matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you if you shoot a wide shot of someone jumping in the thing, I'm not gonna know it's ever her. Like I, it's nice to know that now, I guess, but it makes no difference to me whatsoever. Well it's funny, I say, well, gee, it looks a lot like her. That's what I said in my head. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty good, but I didn't realize it was actually her. So that's Listen, that's... this is the important stuff that you have to fill time in on talking. Yeah, ever ever yeah, everybody with four K curved TVs, I'm sure, got their money's worth when they saw that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> So she jumped off, uh, and then the boat picks her up with Alicia, and, and um, then all the walkers seem to just follow her right off the edge of the of the pier, which I guess was the whole idea. They just, you know, eventually all walk off, which I yeah, was thinking... Let's talk, what if, let's talk about the yeah. obvious thing here. Okay, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> because... No, like, because I like all this hotel stuff. I even like this corralling. I like the the work that they did to, you know, all come together to make this plan of how to get rid of walkers. That said, and I I probably I doubt the show is even going to hand you know tackle this at all. We know zombies don't, you know, they're not going to die, for one thing, and we know that they washed ashore because the show made, you know, it went out of its way to show us a whole episode of them coming to shore. So it's like, we just saw hundreds of walkers go so they can just eventually get washed back back. up the beach again? I I think the key is the riptide sign, which means that they're going to be, the tides are so strong, it'll take them away from the hotel. It'll take them out to sea. That was the whole idea. That's not a sure thing because you made the water dangerous. That's that's not a sure thing, and I'm not Chris Hardwick with like a yellow marker to draw on the screen to show that. Like I'm, just, I'm sitting here watching the show casually. But here's my problem. All right, beyond the the, the is he cur- back on the show? By the way, is he back now? I don't know. Chris yes, Hardwick. Oh yeah, yeah, he's yeah. yeah. He's he got married. He's, he's, back. he's back now. He's back. Yeah, he mentioned it. Too. Yeah. So, the, but the thing is, my problem is, all right, let's say that the currents do work and they do, you know, move the walkers away or out to out to sea or whatever. What's to make all of them jump off? Like some of them may just kind of growl and kind of hang around the pier, right? I mean, are they well, all just going to jump off? Well, they're not going to go. For what they have nowhere yeah. else to go. So oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> they're they're, lo- they're locked into the pier. Like I was curious what the idea was going to be to begin with. I thought, or are they just going to lock them in the pier in some ways? Like, right. I, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Like, obviously, I, yeah. I would have thought like she tried to find a way where she could lock. She could just lock all of them right there, and then she would jump off, and they can't go anywhere. Like that. I thought that's what the idea See, was. Like, my, oh, just, and my worry is that these things are not things that die unless yeah. you kill. You know, you, you hit them in the head, chop the head off. So. So they just become swamp things. But, but their plan is to gate is to close off and gate up the hotel. So if oh, they yeah. do like come I'm, up yeah, out of the ocean, yeah, I got yeah. And got hell, that. even if they do a few at a time come up out of the ocean and you have to kill them there on the beach, one, you know, it's a lot better than volleyball, a lot more fun anyway. And two, 
that's a lot easier than killing them up in the hotel and then having to drag their damn bodies out to the beach to burn them when they're yeah. be hand delivered this way. This is, yeah, and this also, is I just want to say that with underneath the doors and the whole blang and the bold Elitum Pied Piper style out, I as a Tick fan, I have to highly approve of the use of spoons so much <laughs> in, in this plan. So I just had to throw that out there. I but uh, I, I like that. that all the walkers got internships at Pied Piper. Like that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> a few of them did dance, didn't they? It was nice. So but yeah, no, at- I, I, uh, Rich, I know exactly what you're saying as far as like you know now they're on the beach as opposed to in the hotel, so they can use the hotel freely. I get that. It's more minutia that we're talking over, but it just right. seems like like what what is this plan ultimately accomplishing besides making things easier? Yes, I could agree with that. But as far as like. Did we get rid of the problem? I don't. I, I because guess you plan on staying. Like that's the thing. It's not it's like, like you yeah, want to get rid of like, them just so you can run somewhere else. You plan on staying at this hotel. Yeah. I mean, even if they lock them on the pier, they're out of the hotel. Like Rich is saying, they're not in the hotel anymore. Yes. Right. So even if some do remain, it's like they don't get all washed out to sea. They're they're, they're much safer than they were. And and we got a you know we got a um a teamwork building you know team building exercise essentially yeah so it was a team the two and groups Ma- yeah. and Madison got to secure herself as queen badass. <laughs> I'm just saying is is, is is these people that are very unsure about her because they're strangers, you know realize this lady ain't messing around. <laughs> she ain't just talking either. Well, she yeah. was the only one that had a plan. It looks like right. none of them had a plan uh, throughout this whole thing. Well, leave it to a guidance counselor to always make the plan. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to Nick's new apartment, and he's sitting there in bed. It's nighttime. He's, he's uh, reading a Spanish dictionary, apparently. It's a it's a studio. It's, it's a studio. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> oh, and that's his true notes because he was practicing in Spanish. Well, oh, is that what he's, okay. Yeah, so Incorporate that in the scene. He's taking oh, pride yeah. in his double wide. Yes. Pop up Daryl is great this week. Yeah. <laughs> <Pop> up, <laughs> the, Remember the that show? Was that was very, a good show, man. Yeah. Danae was very, very uh, appreciative of him uh, doing that. Yeah. She was on the show. Was- uh, Luciana, right? The one that plays. Okay. Yeah. So he's studying a dictionary in bed. Luciana uh, does a little knock knock at the door. She claims to be too tired to sleep. We've all heard that before, right? Right, guys? Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, knew <laughs> we knew exactly where this was going the moment That's he opened you're like, I, I, my plan worked. <laughs> so Nick invites her in, of course. He's a, he's a gracious host. Innocent, innocent. And he's just, come on in. No problem, sister. She, she's impressed that he's reading a dictionary. Um, they have a little chit-chat. Luciana kind of asks about his family and his sister a little bit. And try, just trying to get to know him a little bit more. Nice scene, actually. I didn't think any of that dialogue. I had no problem with any of it. It seemed very natural. Um, cut to the hotel. They're having a feast in celebration of clearing the walkers, apparently. Two people, though, are noticeably missing from the table, Oscar and Eileen. Right. Strand then says, leans over and says, you know what? What room is the honeymoon suite in? And Elena says it's on the 17th floor or whatever, whatever. He somehow knows that's where Oscar is. Like, he knows that he's chilling there. And that Jessica is turned. So he just has the sixth sense, I guess, or whatever. Strand sense. Strand sense, right. right. And this is where he works his little seductive magic on, on Oscar a bit. And they have a moment. And they're both crying. And, you know, he kind of gets him to open the door and allow Strand to kill the, the bride zombie um, in a minute. And we see that actually towards the end. But, you know, this is where I think Strand works out a lot of his his um, his feelings for, for Thomas. Uh, Aaron, this is when we need... Uh... Cult 
Billy D. Williams. <laughs> I heard he you really were up didn't. here up on the 17th floor in the honeymoon suite. <laughs> Call 45. Works every time. It seems like uh, we could share a drink together and you can get over the loss of your lovely lady. <laughs> <laughs> but he really did do this little seductive thing he on did. him. He, 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 he did. He did his Jedi thing on him. He kind of got him to open up about how he met Jessica and he all sorts of stuff. He dropped a tear at the right moment. He, they both were tear. He was like, yeah, yeah. they're both going down. He says, uh-huh. Craig, Craig. Yeah. He's, he's a seducer of people. I, I wrote that. He's, he wrote, I, I wrote, he works his seductive he, magic on Oscar yeah, a bit. He does. Yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought for a minute, I'm like, Oscar, you're getting a honeymoon after all. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he's like, De- death has you parted you. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Back in the trailer, Luciana was asleep in bed. We see her just sleeping. Now, again, I'm thinking, okay, well, yeah, they just got it on and she's sleeping, but no, she just passed out. She was tired. And she apologized. Um, on the way out, Nick, Nick asks, why is you, why are you testing me? I mean, this guy Alejandro says you like to test people. Why are you testing me? Doesn't say anything. She just kind of turns around and starts to kiss him. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess we, we can presume what uh, what happens from there. Brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, brown cow is right. And then this is where we cut actually to the very end where we see Strand. He gets the key from Oscar and then goes into Jessica's room to presumably put her out of her uh, her zombie misery. Mm-hmm. And that brings this episode to its end and puts us out of our misery for Pablo <laughs> and Jessica. So before we get to our Toby ratings... And what our uh, our illustrious listeners gave their Toby ratings. Let's have a quick word from our sponsor, and then we can get out to what we thought about this episode. So, uh, Daryl, would you mind taking it this week? All right. Um, well, I, if you love comics, and and I think uh, a lot of the audience is, into I do, it, I do. I know they are. Um, you can definitely get comics at a nice uh, discount, and. Comic book uh, in stock trade and uh, DCBS. Uh, you just go to the DCBS site. You can pick whatever comics that you want to order, and you can uh, the all the sales and deals are all available every month. They have new deals. Um, once you set that up, you just uh, figure out if you want to get shipping weekly or you want to do it once a month. It's all up to you. Um, and if you have any questions, you just email them. I mean, they get back to you in a matter of hours. I mean, that's it's it's just that quick. I mean, they work. They they're very uh, uh, very good at, at answering all the questions that you have about this service because they know a lot of people are not used to to doing it this way. But you can get bundles of uh, DC or Marvel, or or they even have bundles for Image. Uh, if you want to get trades, you could go to InStock Trade and and you can find all the trades that di- everything is discounted. I mean, at least ten to twenty percent off on whatever you can find. A lot of times, even more than that. And, and right so now, they have the DC and Marvel bundles at fifty percent. Right, right. So you definitely want to. You, I'm 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 telling you, I've done it for for years now. I've never had any of my shipments messed up. Daryl, it's like having your own personal pull drawer at the comic shop that UPS sets on your porch every night. <laughs> it, it pretty much is. That's what it is. So you should definitely go. You just go to dcbservice.com and uh, get your savings. 
and we thank them for sponsoring the show. They make it possible for us to bring you this um, this amazing commentary on such a wonderful show, uh, The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. So thank you, DCB Service. Check it out. Definitely the place to go. So, Toby Ratings. Start with you, Aaron. How many Tobys do you give this episode? Um, I guess I'm at a three and a half Tobys. Like, it's pretty standard for this half of the season uh, so far, uh, more or less. I like the hotel stuff quite a bit. The Nick stuff, like I said, it's not necessarily bad. It just kind of feels like it's standing in place for now. So I, I'm more of like putting that on the back burner, hoping that, you know, whatever comes of this, is, you know, makes the journey at least somewhat worth it. But, you know, the hotel stuff, despite like, you know, nitpicking what the effectiveness of walkers in the water that can eventually come back to shore is, and we've talked about that already, I really like the, you know, getting, the, you know, getting more of Strand and Madison because um, they're good together, getting more of Madison and Alicia being competent characters, because I like seeing competent characters in a TV show, um, getting either the teamwork aspect, getting the groups to form, getting something different than, you know, humans being evil to each other. That's a nice change of pace. So, for, you know, for all that stuff, and, you know, the episode for most, for the most part being engaging enough, three and a half, bust, uh, three and a half uh, Tobys is uh, good for me. Okay. Richard? Well, I I really... I really enjoyed this episode. I don't know if my level of enjoyment was, you know, relative to looking at how much of this show I've not liked so far in this season and a half. It doesn't, but, it doesn't hurt, <laughs> but it doesn't hurt. Yeah. And, and, um, I, I think that they made some really good choices. There were a few things that were questionable, but it wasn't big enough to where, you know, this, this had a tone of the walking dead to it that that I haven't yet really felt in this show until this episode. I really feel like I'm in our walking dead universe now. I feel like it, they're starting to find that comfort of what their show needs to be. They're still not there yet, but I think that they've taken some good steps in these last couple of episodes and I think that this one just really played well. And I see Aaron's point on the whole Nick story, you know, being retread, but I think that uh, to Craig's point, the last couple of weeks, the AB story has worked really well, and they didn't really have an AB they could tell this week, except for either go back to Travis and Chris, which we knew they wouldn't do and they really shouldn't do at, uh, in this episode, or they could have gone with Ophelia, but I think that that's going to be something to pop up way down the road. Um, so I think that having that Nick story and giving us the little extra of the romantic aspect, but still retreading some of what we've already seen was just there to break away from our, a story of the hotel enough to give us a mental break from what's going on there. Um, so I, I think that that was kind of a wise choice that they did it that way. And, um, I actually feel, um, I felt, you know, uh, the anxiety at one point during the whole pier scene, you know, they, they really had, you know, I, I purchased the whole seat, but I only needed the edge. I'm just telling you. So <laughs> I, I, I give them a 4.25 this week. I really do. I think that, um, you know, there's still a lot of room for improvement, but they took some really good steps this week and spoon. <laughs> They used a lot of spoons in this episode, that's for sure. Oh, a lot of spoons. That's right. Daryl, how about you? Uh, I have to give it three Tobys out of five. Um, it was 
more of the same. Like I, I usually wind up liking one part of it, like either the A or the B story, and not liking both. Um, and that's what we got again because I pretty much everything with Nick is you pretty much could call it from the the beginning of the uh, the season. Uh, you know the the mid season, I mean, and so it's going exactly like we think it is. Um, but the hotel was it really interesting about how they did the hotel, how they worked that out. Um, I didn't see that coming with Madison kind of wanting to stay there and make that their fort, their home. Um, but I, I Strand and her like they're you know together. He makes her better. You know he makes her a better character. He and, completes and her. He does. He totally completes her. He really does. Um, and Alicia is is really like they up, you know, they they upgraded her character a lot too. So now she's kind of they're all kind of working together as a group as a team. I know things are gonna have to go wrong at this hotel because there's just too many uh, stranger <laughs> strangers around here that they don't know. There's too many they, stranger dangers. Well, yeah, too many stranger dangers. I think, dangers in, I in the think Madison foreshadowed it perfectly when she said, "You know, this is a big hotel. People are going to come here, um, you, and they're not all going to play nice." Or, or oh, that what? and and you and I, and I mean, who you're dealing with. It, you don't it's know. Gonna be, it's going to be. It's going to be just like the prison was in The Walking Dead. It's it's going to be this ideal thing, and somebody else is going to want it, and at some point it's just going to be the better move for them to abandon it and move on yeah because you can't hold that like they have no weapons they have they're not really prepared to hold that fort like oh yeah, that. yeah. so i mean well, you just know it's going to go bad eventually although but, i would like to see them set up some defenses like you know you know like big pots of boiling oil at the top floor <laughs> side as the troops are advancing on the hotel and like things a, like a version of home alone but just yeah. a dangerous version. <laughs> oh, I wonder is Joe Pesci still alive after the apocalypse? <laughs> Never no, he, know. He easily because he he's retired and lives lives out like on a farm somewhere. Like he's not doing nothing. That's like, true. He, That's true. He, he's not getting threatened. He, he could be the Herschel of this show. <laughs> Joe Pesci. <laughs> wow, Joe Pesci as your Herschel. <laughs> now that'll be something to watch. <laughs> Did you uh, my bond? Are you going into my bond? Is that your bond? Then I that's my bond. <laughs> so I, 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 yeah, I give it three out of five. I, I, I don't, you know. I hopefully it doesn't go in the direction that I think it will. But uh, I, I, I pretty much can see Nick covered in blood at the end with the whole community burned down to the ground, <laughs> and him saying. I I we're nothing but we bring nothing but death to people like and just you, you can see it all it's all so clear it's like if a crystal it's just ball so it's, clear it's... I hope I'm wrong but I just <laughs> it's just so clear that I could just see him just repeat what his mother said you know how they just bring they court he just brings death they just drive that point home yeah that's it well I'll give it a three point seven five um. You know, it was good. I, I think it, it, it did stall a little bit. The last few episodes with the AB story going back and forth really brought us to a, a, a point very quickly. And now we kind of re, we did we retreaded a lot of it here, um, but we did still move the story along. So I mean, I did like that last stunt with the pier quite a bit, knowing that Kim Dickens actually jumped off herself. That gave it a little bit of a quarter point for me. I think it was actually going to be three and a half, but knowing that it was hers, all right, it's they, they put the effort into this one. Three point seven five uh, Toby's. 
uh, definitely would fit the bill for this episode. But who cares what we have to say? We have an amazing Facebook group. Uh, It's the Walking Dead TV podcast. Just do a search for that on the Facebook. Uh, You hit join. You can then see what we're talking about. Every episode, we put up our little link so you can uh, respond with comments. on uh, For Fear the Walking Dead, we call it the Toby ratings. And on the Walking Dead, we call it the Buster ratings. So um, let's just get right to it, and we can kind of alternate... um, Let's see here. Aaron, you want to go first? Sure. Um, Susan Monk writes, 2.75 gallons of guts out of five. Yes, I'm still watching too. Glad to see how Madison and Strand got out of the bar. If they had skipped that, it would have been even more angry at the writers. Does this episode prove that Madison was a better parent to Alicia than Travis was to Chris? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Richard? Oh, am I? Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of going in the same order. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Store, three out of I feel like walking off a pier out of five. Uh, felt like it was a good episode until Nick started making pills then. Eh. The writers of the show are too dependent on using Walker blood to get out of every situation that is bad. I think Aaron agreed with that. Oh, yeah. uh, where where the hell Ophelia where the hell Ophelia go in the truck? Hopefully five more episodes till the showrunner gets replaced with someone better. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, it's like everyone's waiting for the show to take off, huh? Oh man. Wow. And that the uh, three he gave it. That's middle yeah. of the road. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tammy Heisley, uh meh. Give this a this, give, giving this week a three. Enjoyed Maddie, Strand, and their cruise comp story. Not a fan of Nick. His story bores me. Can we get out of Mexico? <laughs> oh, but they just arrived. Rob Cook, 2.75 Breaking Bad-style drug manufacturing montages <laughs> out of five. It definitely was a montage, wasn't it? It was. It totally was. <laughs> Former Nick Old Man Clothes story is starting to lose my interest. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not convinced that the peer plunge zombie plan wasn't a more complicated solution than just stabbing them in the head. There weren't that many zombies unless it was a production budget issue. But we haven't seen big herds on the show, Rob, so you never know. P.S. That was the quickest tequila binge recovery ever. I guess zombie hordes will do that to you. <laughs> well, that's fair. I mean, the adrenaline yeah. pumping you, that would, that would pump their red yeah. I mean, well, Sober you up real quick, huh? And the zombie plan wasn't more complicated than stabbing him in the head because they saved effort there because having to drag all those bodies down 17, 18 floors of a hotel. To the beach. Yeah. I mean, this way, I mean, the corpses delivered themselves. I, I will say that if 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 it was still Nick old man clothes, I'd probably be more invested in the storyline. If, if I could still be on honoring <laughs> he, him with that nickname, if but, he was still wearing that same outfit from season one, if it, exactly, yeah, <laughs> he's, bro, he's, he got he had to get all that blood all over it. So now, uh, Richard Cherry Toppy Cherry, Richard Cherry Chopper Cherryton, <laughs> Chopper Cherry Cherryton. Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington writes, 3.75, I ain't checking into that hotel out of five. The bar staff are not very friendly. The manager throws you out into the sea, and the cleaners just barge into the honeymoon suite. Another good episode, which is keeping me interested, and has Ophelia taken the truck to go and find her father? That's what I'm thinking. Could be. I think she's taking the truck to go find her death, and she'll be popping up Sophia-style coming out of a barn towards the end of the season. (laughs) Uh, David Bue the third I'm sticking to another four hotel Baja California's out of five 
I like the editing and revolving storytelling to keep the pace up that's been happening lately. Uh, somehow I felt we would get the bar fight story this week, and I really like Alicia more and more every week as the intelligent, out-of-the-box, fast thinker. Uh, but please let Maddie and her helicopter ways get inside an infected's mouth quickly. <laughs> I guess more Maddie hate there. Oh, hell, like helicopter parent. I was, I was like, what is he talking about? Okay. <laughs> Am I next? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, where are we at? Mark McFarlane? Yes. Uh, four out of five pharmacists might agree this show is getting better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And finally, Adam Fatah, I will give the show a 3.5 out of 5. Toby's, I'm actually starting to root for Alicia in this show. I don't care about wedding story and the hotel politics. I did enjoy the B-plot with Nick becoming a drug dealer. Okay. Good stuff. We have such a great group. We really do. So if you're not a part of it, uh, again, go to Facebook.com. Just do a search for the the Walking Dead TV podcast with a little magnifying glass. Hit search, then hit the little join button. We will get you in pronto, and you can leave your very own Toby ratings for Fear the Walking Dead or Buster ratings for the Walking Dead. We have a great group. Uh, people post things there all week in between the shows, and a very spoiler-free, troll-free group, and it just keeps getting better and better and bigger and bigger. So if you want to be a part of the show, that's the best way to do it. We'll read your very own Toby rating at the end of um, of each of our shows. So, guys, have anything else to say about uh, Pablo and Jessica, or do we? I, for- I forgot to mention my because you know Strand always gets his moments throughout these episodes. <laughs> I-, I did like when uh, when he has like all the water. Do we even talk about this when he gets all the water out and he, he, t- he tell like Madison's like or he's like you want you want water? Madison's like ration it. And he's like you don't ration water, you drink it. And he just like throws the bottle. Yeah, at I, her, I like didn't that. quote that one liner, but yeah, I did say they were drinking <laughs> yeah, water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Again with the one-liners, right? I, yeah, that's right. It's hard to note all of them. That was one I. I you drink I it really and know. you go find more. That's it. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. There it is. Yeah, you yeah. drink it and you go find more. Like that was. Like, it's like yeah, that's it, and that's right. Like you did your rasin water. You're thirsty. You drink. Like, <laughs> all right, guys. So that wraps it up for this week's show. Uh, we're all bated breath waiting for the next week's episode. I believe. Let's see here. Chris Chronicles. It is entitled Pillar of Salt. Oh, so, 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 so Travis looks back at Chris and he turns to a pile of salt. Like, well, I guess no, don't worry about that kid anymore. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really undercuts the moments. Like, oh, he's gone on the pros now. <laughs> we look only be so lucky. Uh, so we we don't really have much information about that, but that'll be next Sunday's episode. And uh, I mean, I saw the preview. Look, like you didn't really get much out of it. You know, they're they're fighting things, fighting zombies. You don't really know what's what's happening. So it's like you know, typical time. AMC style. All right, cool. So where can our listeners uh, listen to us besides talking about Fear the Walking Dead, which we love doing so much? Aaron, how about you? Uh, You can listen to me and my friend Abe over on the podcast Out Now with Aaron and Abe, where we talk about the newest movie releases on a weekly basis. Uh, We just recorded a special bonus episode, actually, for the covering the Netflix series Stranger Things. And we have a new episode coming out talking about uh, Sully, the new Clint Eastwood film. And, uh, yeah, you can also find me on Aaron's PS4 on Twitter. And you can find all my writings and stuff over at thecodezeek.com. Just just for a quick little uh, preview spoiler. So, Sully, thumbs up, thumbs down. I, While I wouldn't say it's amazing, I think it's Clint Eastwood's best film in a while. Oh, so okay. two planes up. Because I want to go see it. <laughs> two planes up, one on all the wall. Right, all right, all right. <laughs> 
That's great. Richard? Um, well, I'm also on the DC TV podcast with Daryl over there. That is on both the HHWLOD and uh, Taylor Network of Podcasts. I'm on this podcast, and then I'm pretty much you know here and there from time to time on other podcasts. So uh, you can tweet me at chubtoad01, Instagram at chubtoad01, email chubtoad01 at gmail.com. Excellent. And Daryl? All right. Well, you can uh, just find me on Twitter at the voice one two three, and you can uh, check out all the podcasts that I'm on, or just go to the website uh, TaylorNetworkOfPodcasts.com, and you can uh, check out the you know the different podcasts from Nothing's On to Gotham by Geeks to No Apologies and uh, DC Noise and all that good stuff. I just listened Pretty to your latest just- uh, Go Trek Yourself. That was very funny, actually. Oh, thank you. That yeah. was a good one. Yeah. Pretty much just close your eyes and click anywhere on iTunes and you'll get Daryl. He's everything. <laughs> and if you want to listen to my other ramblings, I host the one and only Auto Chat Show, autochatshow.com, facebook.com forward slash autochatshow, at autochatshow on all the Instagrams and Twitters and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, me and my co-host Teddy have fun reviewing new cars so you don't have to. Uh, we just had a great interview with uh, the corporate uh, director of communications from Kia. They'll be on our next episode talking about their um, their winning of the JD Power Award and some other fun stuff. Uh, reviewing new cars, we actually reviewed the Ford Mustang as well, and we've got a lot of new stuff coming up from Lexus. So uh, it's a lot of fun. Check out the Auto Chat Show. Even if you're not really a car geek, we do have fun talking about cars in everyday life and cars and pop culture and. It's just, I, uh, it's, I, it's, I, I, I gotta yeah. say, I spent some time trying to test drive cars myself for fun, and it was, it was terrible. But it when is. I listened to the, when I listened to the auto chat show, oh my God. <laughs> it changes <laughs> your whole the, world, right? This okay. was the place to go. So Listen. if you want to have a fun show about talking cars and what have you, <laughs> I, Craig and Teddy is where it's at. And that's will, that's how you do say. an ad plug from Aaron. Thank you. <laughs> I, can, can I quote you on that? Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Can, okay. Yes. Thank Aaron you. Aaron Worth of Testimonial. Michael. Dot com says not, <laughs> not so bad. I, I, yeah. I have to say, I mean, I, 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 when I, I was going to. Why do I think of Jay Leno with this habit? That's yeah, bad. it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a big car nut though. I love that his garage. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it it didn't turn out to be about two alien robots talking on a morning view type show like i thought it would be so no no we try to keep those two to a minimum uh we, i just think it auto chat you know it's like optimus prime kind of like autobot you. chat is that what you okay i got you yeah exactly. i see i see well there's more than meets the eye with the auto chat show so you have to walk in a carburetor I, you get a carburetor <laughs> actually I, I do give to, away I had, stuff. I have hats and stuff I give away sometimes, yeah. I, I, I had to walk down a pier full of zombies to see the joke that Chub Toad was laying out there, but oh! I eventually got to the end, and it, it, it worked out, I guess. <laughs> uh, we definitely have fun doing this show, though. This is like therapy for all of us, isn't it? Like, this this is, when we get, especially for fear. I mean, The Walking Dead is, you know, obviously it's a whole different yeah, thing. Yeah, pretty but, easy. Yeah. Right, but for fear, it's like this, is like, this is like therapy. We can just talk ourselves off the ledge. After watching these episodes, uh, I definitely, I definitely look forward to this. This is definitely fun. And, oh, yeah. and, and while Craig is great to talk to, I really missed having you two on the show last week too. It just, yeah, it, it's just so much fun. The four of us. It, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. So we get through it. Yeah, we well, listen. You know, sometimes we have scheduling things. It happens. It's not like you guys. You not. You didn't boycott the show. It happens. No, you know, no, no. not like Jim did. Like Jim. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jim has decided. Like, look, guys, like listen, Jim and Russ, they just uh, pretend it never happened. Yeah, this this fear oh. thing, guys. I'll have to I'll have to check back with y'all. I can't. Uh, yeah, what's yeah. the show again? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll look. I'll I'll look into it and see what's going on. Right? I got other things going on. I can't. Do it. Yeah, I'll get back we love you, Jim. We miss you, Jim. You can find Jim occasionally on our podcast out now there at a day where we, we, <laughs> where we commentary tracks every now and then where he comes in. <laughs> well, folks, until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth. Remember, water is not to ration. When you would strand, don't worry, you can find water anywhere. Or tequila for that matter. Take care, folks. Can't say good